Welcome to Raw Radio. And we are live. Here we go. And Gary's not ready. I am ready. Look. And look at my hands. Look at my <laughs> joints. I'm very articulated. <laughs> Shots fired. Yes. This is the moment let's, where, where I learned see. I learned a new word. Let's see if I can be articulate at the same time. Hey, listen. So, you signed up to do a podcast with a foreigner. I did, so didn't I? I just part, for this reason. Part this reason of your part of your responsibility is to teach me how to say things. Well, I did today, didn't I? <laughs> didn't I? Let's so. talk about a couple of those important things before we take it to uh, um, get the takeaway. Um, Raw Radio, right, is essentially existent, partially existent because of um, Raw TV. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, that partnership right there is very important to us. Um, so if you guys, um, as this show is being released, as being released, right, so on around the time when this episode is being released, um, the, if you go to rollakitme.tv and use Black Friday code, you will be able to get 75% on all subscriptions, everything there. It's 75% off. Like I literally, we're giving us this away for free as part of Black Friday. So if you're listening to this and you're listening on time, <laughs> you actually might be able to get yeah, this deal. Time it says we're live, but we're never really live. Yeah, no, we're not. It's kind of, no, it's kind of, well, whatever. Um, so take advantage of it if you like. Um, and if you so it happens you missed the Black Friday, use a Roll Radio coupon and you're going to get a discount on on the subscriptions if you want to take a look at it. There was tons of stuff there. But yeah, anyway. tons and tons. Lots of videos, lots of lessons, lots of seminars. So I highly recommend it. Yep. Yep. All right. Should we talk about my new project? Yeah, absolutely. So I have to admit, I've been stealing Damn it. the questions from yeah. from this show oh, I remember. yes go ahead i've been stealing <laughs> questions from this show <laughs> to you know the questions that you guys submit to raw radio as part of the episodes that we ask the black balls or ask us you know I, I i've been stealing those and i have been recording a separate podcast and um a lot of those episodes are being released so let me quickly frame this if you haven't heard of it first of all you can find it ask a black belt if you go you search any other podcast platforms you'll find it out there actually apple just approved it so it's officially out there i think there's nine or ten episodes already out there so um, you can start listening but the, the premise behind the show is essentially quick rapid questions commonly asked around jiu-jitsu on and off the mat, right? Mm-hmm. So things like, you know, hey, I'm getting smashed or I want to roll. How many times should I train? How good can I get? You know, some of them are silly. Some of them are very serious. The episodes are only five to seven minutes long. And this is essentially me trying to, you know, document, if you will, some of these questions and answers and put them out in the public with the hope that it's going to benefit you guys. Mm-hmm. If you have questions, um, if you're listening to us, listening to, to, to me in whichever fa- form, fashion, Submit the questions via Instagram, Rozdzinski BJJ. Find me out there. Uh, I'm not spelling my name. <laughs> There's two Z's. <laughs> There's two Z's. <laughs> if you go R-O-Z, Thomas R-O-Z, you'll find me. It pops up. There's not many of those. But anyhow, um, submit the questions down there, and I'll record those. I'll put those out. Um, and I'm hoping that this is going to help larger audience. Mm-hmm. But in either, either case, let's bleed this over to the other to the other show, right? So ask a black belt. Um, go follow, support, listen, all that, you know, um, helps me. G- 
gives me motivation to continue doing what we're doing. Stop nodding your head. I've right? got a good question oh, for that boy. black belt. Well, submit it via Instagram. One. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'll see if he responds. <laughs> no, I probably won't. <laughs> I'll ignore it. Yeah, I wish there was a way I could do it anonymously. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have somebody else do it. I'll ask somebody else that you don't know to do it. Oh, uh, uh, there you go. There you go. There you All go. right. <laughs> I'm ha- I'm, I can't wait for your response. God, I hope you pick it. God, I hope you pick I, it. I feel like I, you should ask right now. No, it's going to be better this way. Uh, and then I'm going to listen. And uh, I mean, so that means you have to listen to all of the episodes. No, it doesn't. I'm sure it'll be fr- it'll be in the title or something. No, won't it won't. No, no. Um, I'm going to make you listen to all the episodes. Yeah. Well, that well, same person see, that I used to submit you guys, the question will have you to guys just for witnessed. Me. I have one loyal listener. <laughs> He's going to have to listen to all the episodes until I answer yeah. the question. Anyhow, it wasn't today again. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, we just had the opportunity to talk to, um, Flavio Almeida. Yeah. What a great conversation. What a great person. Um, you know, one of those guys that's been around for, I mean, even though he's not that old, he's been around for forever and, and training with the legends and running now, you know, running the biggest team in the world and, and, uh, or at least the U S portion of it. Um, and had, we had a really great, great conversation and, uh, I know, both of us took a ton of notes and we were having a hard time. Yeah. Four pages for me. Yeah. We were having a hard time discussing or figuring out what we were going to talk about, but mm-hmm. you, you keyed on something. Well, th- what, what did you want to, well, there was a lot and you know, they talk about, you know, he talked a lot about responsibility and he talked about like finding, um, like we talked, you know, have you ever wanted to quit is one of the questions that we always ask. And he talked about like how to approach that with his students, mm-hmm. right? And and how to discuss that with them. Um, but there was also a point where uh, he quit, mm-hmm. and he talked about that, and it was separate from our you know five question thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, came up naturally, and uh, I think you know the reason he wanted to quit was a, um, something that most people, most your average person, doesn't face. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and if you want to start talking about that, or I can, it doesn't matter. But well, I, I'm actually going to spin this. Isn't it? If you want to know about Flavio, go listen to the episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, but but the, the takeaway in my mind was defeat, defeat, feeling the feeling that often we find ourselves surrounded by defeat. You destroyed. You you have nothing left. There is no more. You you want to throw the towel. You done. How, whatever, however you want to slice this. There's a million ways of slicing a cat. Boom. There was an opening right <laughs> there. There it is. Um, the, it's not all unicorns dude, and rainbows. Dude, you need one of those like sound things. When mm-hmm. I say it, like you need to take over. I'm just going to get a bell. You need to take over the board. And okay. you need to whatever. Yeah. Anyway, defeat, right? So we find ourselves in these unique positions. And this is not on the mat. I'm talking about on and off the mat. We find ourselves in the positions where you've been working for a year and a half towards the promotion and boom, somebody else got it. You know, whatever the case might be, you feel burned, you feel destroyed, you feel, you know, just down, doesn't get any lower than this. And it's very easy for us to just throw the towel in, mm-hmm. give up, be done. What 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 were your feelings when you find? Have you found yourself in positions like this? Yeah, I'm sure I have over the years, and I think that um, it, it it can be things like that can be devastating, and things like that. Um, you know, there's times in your life maybe where you're putting everything you have into something, mm-hmm. um, and then it you know you don't get the the reward, mm-hmm. you don't get the um, 
the fruits of the labor or whatever. Um, and, and, and how do you deal with that? What, what, what effect does it have on you in your life? Um, and I think that, uh, you know, it's so different if, if we're talking about like on the mats or off or, uh, in sports or at work, um, you know, family life, uh, relationships, I think it's all different. Um, but one of the things that I, I, you know, and I, I don't want to give too much away because you said go listen to the episode, but I think a lot of times when you're when you're vested in something, um, you know those things can become your identity, and you 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 don't you it's and it's a false identity, and when so when those failures happen or those defeats happen, it makes you second guess who you are or why you're doing the things you're doing, um, and and um, and then you have to reevaluate. Um, everything, not just this one instance, but you know, everything that you've built around it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, if you invest that amount of time where this becomes part of your lifestyle, part of your daily routine, part of who you are, having that taken away from you, it has to have enormous impact. And I would like to hear actually from some psychologist here. If if anybody's listening who is in that field, I would love to have that conversation. How do you deal with that? Right? How do you deal with these situations? You know, some will give up and quit and go bury themselves. You know, others will plow through it even harder. Others trying to redirect and find different focal point. Yeah. Some people are in denial. Some people are in denial. Absolutely. Like these things are hard. Right. And I think what is interesting was what hit me. Flavio was particularly talking something, something big, getting to the top and getting literally knocked down to the bottom. Right. And for others listening to that story, they're going to be like, well, that doesn't apply to me. And I think what is important for all of us to remember that that situation, those situations are so personal that the magnitude of the situation will only be understood by the person who, is, who, who finds themselves in it. Sure. sure. So what I mean by it is me listening to it, to me, me listening to you talking about this traumatic experience that you had and, and, and life ends, for me might be nothing. This, for me, this might be get over yourself. Right. But for you, this could be good feel like end of the road. Yeah. And I, it, so I don't know at some point, how do you deal with it or how should people deal with it? Um, and how should you deal with it as, as the outsider for that person? Should, mm-hmm. You know, how do you help them through it? Um, you know, I, let's bleed this into I the don't mat know. Let, because it's such a wide and deep yeah, topic. Getting... Let, let's bleed this into the mat. Right, so we we find obstacles all the time, and and some of the obstacles are bigger than others. At some cases, we have individual events that impacted us in a such a way, and other times we have a series of events that compiled on top of each other and created this big weight. In either case, we have this feeling of quitting, feeling of giving up, feeling of being done. What are your thoughts on what should be the approach for average person? facing something like this uh i think that they should probably express it to to whoever whoever's on the mat with them uh their or their instructor or you know hopefully if i mean if they've got somebody at, even at home that they can talk to about it because i think if you don't and you internalize it it's just going to fester it's going to grow um negative thoughts breed negative thoughts 
So if you express it, you know, you might hear, well, you know, you're expecting too much of yourself. You're a three-stripe white belt, and that dude's, you know, even though that guy's maybe a one-stripe blue belt, he's been doing this for a really long time, and he know, you know, and he was a wrestler before that, or he did, you know, sambo before that. It's like just because he's, you guys are similar in in, in rank, doesn't mean you're similar in skill. It doesn't mean you're similar in athleticism. Um, express it to other people. Other people have been through it too, and they might have. You know, some good advice for you. Would you try to understand or would you recommend understanding why this is happening? Or oh, did- for sure. Yeah, we talk about the why all the time. You know, why? Well, I mean, do we break it down even further into, you know, um, my guard's always getting passed, right? Um, well, why? Why? Because he's better than me? Because he's stronger than me? Because he's faster than me? Well, no, it's... It, I mean, part, that's part of it, but it's also because you're not spending enough time working on it, mm-hmm. you know, put in the effort of, on just that, you know, um, he's controlling your hips. Well, why is he controlling your hips? How is he controlling your hips? You know, I think, and I, I think people, uh, they get lost in the bigger picture of, while well, they're passing my guard. Well, he's what's happening right now in this moment well, in this moment, he's controlling my hips. Okay, how do we solve that problem, right? Um, and I, I think people get uh, a little carried away on the on the bigger picture. Um, and if you sometimes sometimes it's good to to micromanage and micro focus, uh, and then you can start figuring out the why. Do you think that feeling of defeat could have something to do with unreasonable expectations of ourselves? Yeah, absolutely. I think you come in here, you see other people achieve things. Uh, you want to be on that same level. You set goals for yourself that maybe aren't realistic. Um, and then you, you get hit with that defeat and it tears all that stuff apart or, you know, maybe it focuses it more. Yeah. Victor, Victor Hugo talked about it last week where, um, he mentioned that his focus often is not on the victory, but on the process to yeah. the victory and really the expectations of winning, you know, is, is not as present as it would be if he focused on the gold medal. Um, as a result of it, you know, there's this feeling of not caring about winning or losing. Mm-hmm. It's more of a result of your hard work, but you really care about the hard work. And that really resonated with me. You know, when we, when we get into these situations of, training, sparring, competing, whatever the case might be. And we set these sometimes wishful but unreasonable expectations. And we set that bar so high up that, you know, we see it, but it's unreachable. The 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 disappointment, the, the defeat, mm-hmm. would be by far greater um, than if we had the reasonable expectations, right? Yeah, I think um, it... When you when you believe in the process or the process is your focus, when you lose, you reexamine the process, not who you are as a person, right? It's not you don't place blame, you don't feel guilty, you don't feel like a loser. You think, what can I do to change this to make this outcome different the next time around? Um, so, don't focus on that medal or that promotion, um, you know, at jujitsu or at work, um, you know, don't focus on those things that really don't mean as much. I think the process means a lot more, um, because you're going to be able to 
like I said, reassess it. If things don't go your way, you're going to be able to figure it out and, and apply those things to your next go around. Yeah. Sorry. I was trying to find, I recently listened to a podcast, which talked about this. I was trying to find who was the guest and I can't find it right now. Maybe we'll add this to the notes. Um, but he talked about just that, what we just mentioned that the expect, the, the, the feeling of failure, it's directly relevant to the expectations we set for ourselves. Okay. Meaning if my expectations are lower, my magnitude of my failure is going to be significantly lower. Sure. Right? If my expectations are extremely high and they're, they're unreachable, now the feeling that I have failed, it will be magnified it's not because their goal was unreachable. It's because that's how far away it was from me. So my expectations were way too high. Yeah. You know, and <coughs> excuse me. Often, I feel like often we find ourselves in jujitsu on the mats, particularly we find ourselves in these positions where we go into sparring sessions with the same expectations, whether I go with the 20 year old grappler with heavy experience and a 65 year old gentleman who has a profession and he does this twice a week and our expectations are the same way. Similar example would be I'll go with 120 pound female and I'll go with 220 pound men um, and expectations are the same. And the moment that pivot point comes of, you know, success or not success, but the, our, our, the weight of the of the result is heavier if my expectations are less reachable. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that you have lofty, excuse me, lofty goals, unrealistic goals. Um, the failure will be bigger. Yeah, it, it, because the goal is bigger, right? Mm -hmm. But if you if your goal and you can still have that bigger goal, but then you got to start chopping it up, right, to more digestible, smaller pieces. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and, and that way you have, uh, Flavio talked about small victories a little mm -hmm. bit. Then you have those small victories that can lead you to that goal. That goal still might be unrealistic. You know, you might be, you might be that 65 year old guy who thinks you're going to be beating that 20 year old grappler. Mm -hmm. That might be a little unrealistic, but you could be the 65 year old guy who thinks, um, I'm not going to let him catch me with that again or I'm going to do a little bit better, or I'm going to get tapped out less, or I'm going to, you know, those digestible little pieces is what you want to focus on rather than that big giant um, lofty idea. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. And if you guys want a little bit more research on it, I'm a big fan of smart goals and smart goals is not necessarily the intelligence behind it, it actually st stands for specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time specific. Um, you know, once your goals are established with those five pillars, if you will, they are by far easier to measure. And as a result, as a result of it, they are not necessarily easier to achieve, but you can define the successes much better, you know, and you can kind of pinpoint what did go well and what didn't go well. So, um, you know, look it up. Look it up. Smart goals. It, you can Google it. It's pretty common. Um, it's pretty common concept that is used. You know, quite frequently. All right. Take a look at it. Um, you're very articulate. 
<laughs> Stab. Uh, it's fun. It's I, fun. I need to mute you more often. Go for it. <laughs> Go for it. Off to the next one. All right. Peace. Later. Thank you for listening to Raw Radio. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a review and help us make the show even more amazing. For future episodes, check out our website and follow us on all major podcast platforms. Take care. Thank you.